Welcome to Ag Vic Talk, keeping you up to date with information from Agriculture Victoria. Where's the next generation of farmers coming from? It seems not all of them grow up with dirt on their boots, which is the case for Melbourne-born Tamara Pabst. Her suburban dreams of becoming a farmer and the reality of now owning her own farm near Lurg were a long way apart. G'day, I'm Drew Radford, and to find out how a city girl ends up becoming a sheep farmer, Tamara joins me in the AgVic Talk studio. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. Now, Tamara, just in case there is any confusion with those listening, the rooster cries in the background are real because you live on a property, don't you? Yes, I can confirm I do. I've also got six guinea fowl, so if you hear them screaming at some point, (laughs) don't be alarmed. Tamara, you didn't grow up on the land though, did you? Anything but, really. Yeah, no, so I actually grew up in Pakenham in southeast Victoria. We did spend a bit of time growing up there on my grandparents' farm, which in just outside Mansfield. And yeah, we just sort of go up there for school holidays and long weekends and things and like to help my grandpa on the farm. So is that where the desire came from, from your grandparents? Yeah, well, I always sort of had a passion for animals. And then I sort of realised that it was more rural-based animals I liked. And then I did a bit of work on my neighbours to my grandpa's farm. They had sheep, so I'd go out and help them check sheep when they were lambing and help them with crutching and shearing and all those sorts of things and lamb marking. So I sort of, yeah, developed a bit of passion for that and steered in the direction of being a rural vet. But um, then when I did my Bachelor of Agriculture, I realised that I sort of like the agriculture side of things more and there's so many more job opportunities in that. It doesn't You don't just have to be a vet. There are a lot of opportunities, but the difference is you also want to be a farmer. You want to have your own property, don't you? Yeah, for sure. Like I love the idea of being able to produce off the land and produce a living and an income from it. So that's why I looked at this property last year that I purchased. And yeah, just love the sheep side of things as well, because they are dual purpose, obviously getting your wool and your meat from them. So that's sort of why I steered in that direction and really enjoy just being on the land. You mentioned they're kind of lightly, well, that's why I purchased this property. But It's been a long road just to get to that point, I imagine, and a lot of hard work and saving because it's not a case of inheriting it or some sort of succession process. No, that's right. So, yeah, I've been saving for a very long time. And, yeah, this opportunity came up last year. It was neighbouring my boss's place. And the option came up to purchase it privately and they actually offered it to my boss and he has been doing a lot for me and actually offered it to me to get myself up and running. So yeah, that's how I sort of got in that way. But yeah, definitely a lot of hard work (laughs) over a long time. Well, it continues to be hard work because you are still working on your boss's property, aren't you? What are you actually doing there? Yeah, so I I work full time at Kilfira Park. It's a merino stud and we run about 4,000 ewes out there, obviously enough to keep me employed full time. And then just in my spare time, I just manage my 100 ewes that I've got. But we do, so we've got rams, that's one of our income streams. So we look after them, feed them morning and night and constantly fine tuning them. And then just the general husbandry of managing ewes and lambs all the time. So enough to keep us busy. (laughs) Tamara, getting the property is one thing. And yes, you've studied ag at uni, but there's still, I imagine, quite a gap in skill set from all of that and actually running it and being a farmer. How do you go about that? Yeah, for sure. So when I finished my Bachelor of Agriculture, I sort of thought I would be lacking a bit 
because I didn't have that growing up on a farm experience that a lot of my peers did. All my friends sort of went and got jobs when they finished their degree and I was living up at Dookie College, just working part-time while I did my third year. And then I had the option to stay on for another year and work full-time to gain some more experience, which I really enjoyed. And then I went overseas for a bit and came back. And by working on this farm here, I've gained a lot more experience and feel pretty competent in this industry now. So I definitely think just applying to get jobs to where you can get experience is really beneficial because it just opens the door for so many opportunities in the future. Well, it has opened doors for opportunities in the future, but you've also sought out opportunities, I understand, in regards to trying to further your own skill set through other areas. Yeah, so early this year, Agriculture Victoria held a business boot camp for young farmers. So that was two days held over at Bendigo, which helped you to look at the farm from a business perspective as opposed to just running the farm on a day-to-day basis. So I found those days really useful because not only could I learn, but I could talk to other people there and think of new ideas to help me on my own farm. Yeah, I just think that was such invaluable information for me, which was great. I also applied for a Young Farmers uh, Scholarship last year, and that gives you $10,000 total, so 5000 to go towards upskilling, so giving an opportunity to go and get some skills that you can bring back onto your farm. Once that's completed, you get another $5,000 and you can then put that information into practice on your own farm in various ways. So I've applied to do a graduate certificate in agribusiness and once that's completed, I will go and purchase some weigh scales so I can accurately record data on my farm and help it to be as productive as it can be. Tamara, you're talking about improving how you operate your property and the scholarship's going to be an important part of that. Can we just take one step back to the Young Farmer Business Boot Camp? What sort of things have you been able to take away from that experience and apply to your business so far in practical terms? Yeah, so I've been able to look at my farm from a whole business perspective as opposed to just working sort of day-to-day on the farm and just being able to take a step back and look at things like cash flow budgets and livestock trading accounts and then even looking at the bigger picture, formulating like a five-year plan so I can get a bit of an idea of what I want to do with the farm in the future, not just right at the moment. I think it's super important to look at it from all these different angles. Tamara, can I ask, what does your five-year plan look like? Yeah, so um, I've currently got my 100 uh, Merino ewes on the place. Maybe in the next five years, I look at leasing some land off my boss as he looks to downsize or increasing the stocking rate on my own property once I I put some fertiliser and urea on this year. So hopefully, depending on the season, obviously we had a pretty good season so far this year, but it's easy to look at the future. But yeah, hopefully be able to increase the stocking rate and improve the um, productivity of the farm would be a good goal to have yeah and then just see where it takes me in terms of where it does take you are you looking to do further study elsewhere yeah so i found a really cool course it was a farm manager course and it's for a week in new zealand so obviously when we can travel again i really have to go over and do that i just feel like you might get even more of an insight farmers and other farms they might have different perspectives about different things because of different climates but they might also might have some knowledge that I can transfer into my own property. You've achieved a lot at a young age. Has has it been a case of well I've got to sacrifice this to do that or have you been able to pick a balance in the middle and still lead a young life for want of a better description? (laughs) Um, Yes definitely had its sacrifices obviously saving a lot leading up to the purchase of the farm but it's all about finding a balance between things you've got to have a life as well. 
it's all good to be goal-driven, but you've still got to be able to enjoy the life that you're leading at the moment. So, yeah, I think it's just good to be able to manage everything. Like, I still took a few weeks off and went overseas before I started my job here at Kilfira Park a few years ago. And I think, like, that's really good to go away and just relax and refresh yourself before you come back and start working again just to open your mind up and it makes you realise that this is what you want to do. So, yeah, I really value that time as well, as well as being on the farm. Tamara, what advice would you give to other young farmers working towards owning their own land or business? Yeah, well, if you're going to make sure it's your goal, what you definitely want to do, because if you don't value it, then you're not going to want to achieve those goals and save as hard towards it. So I think first and foremost, you have to be sure that that's what you want and commit to it, to commit to achieving that goal. It takes time. You've got to be patient. Like you can't just expect to have everything at the tip of your fingers. And I'd also say just taking all the opportunities to learn and develop your skills and knowledge. So taking opportunities to network as well, meeting people in the industry. I wouldn't have got where I was without meeting these people that wanted to help me along the way. And then taking opportunities such as the ones that Agriculture Victoria offer, such as the scholarship and these free boot camps that you can get to. Like there's so much knowledge to be learned and it's up to you if you want to take those opportunities because you're the one that's going to benefit in the long run so be silly not to. (laughs) Tamara do you think it's been any disadvantage to you not coming from a farming background? Probably think the opposite actually because just being open and honest saying that I didn't come from a farming background a lot of people have then given me the opportunity to learn and develop myself and develop my skills and knowledge so yeah, I just encourage anybody, even people that aren't from a farming background, to, and if you are interested, to still apply for these things and you don't know where you're going to end up. And if you're committed enough and passionate enough, you can still achieve the things you want to do. You don't have to be off a family farm and inherit a bunch of land to be able to make your dreams come true. You can always start small and meet people and take every opportunity you can get to get where you want to go. Tamara perhaps. It sounds like you have taken every opportunity. You made a lot of your own along the way. Congratulations on all you've achieved so far. And thank you for joining me in the AgBit Talk studio today. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to AgVic Talk. For more episodes in this series, find us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave a comment or rating and share this series with your friends and family. All information is accurate at the time of release. Contact Agriculture Victoria or your consultant before making any changes on farm. This podcast was developed by Agriculture Victoria, authorised by the Victorian Government Melbourne.